0: Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening in with us today on our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. Our podcasts are brought to you by the Military Child Education Coalition, whose work is focused on ensuring quality educational opportunities for all military-connected children affected by mobility, family separation, deployments, and transition. Here at the MSEC, we want to ensure that every military child is college, workforce, and life-ready. In our podcast, we will share your stories as we talk to military service members, professionals, parents, and military kids. Please like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate your comments, questions, and ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about. Welcome everyone to our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. My name is Tara Gleason. I'm the Military Student Transition Consultant Programs Manager here at Military Child Education Coalition. And today is the last day of April, the month of the military child. And we wanna thank you for hanging with us all this month, learning about all of our MSEC programs, also introducing you to some of our extraordinary military kids. And today is the culmination, the last week of hearing about our final programs that we're going to talk about this year and it's the military student transition consultant programs. We know that a new student can have a more positive transition experience with the help of an expert embedded in the school district who's knowledgeable about school district policies and practices along with resources and supports available to military-connected families. In partnership with the local school system there are two options that districts can utilize to support the transition needs of highly mobile military students the military student transition consultant program and the military student transition affiliate program today you're going to be able to hear from both an MSTC we call them that's a military student transition consultant and an MSTA a military student transition affiliate so I want you to think of these folks as school-based first responders and they are experts in school moves, military lifestyle, navigating the special education process, academics, college and career readiness, social and missional issues, and conflict resolution. So listen in, the first guest that I'm gonna talk with is Melissa Dashner and she's an MSEC MSTC out in Colorado Springs and so she's going to share some of her perspectives that she has experienced out in the field in our first interview. Can you first start by introducing yourself and telling
1: about your role? Hi, I'm Melissa Dashner. I'm the Military Student Transition Consultant for School District 49 in Colorado Springs, Colorado.
0: And what is the value of having an MSTC partner with the school district and schools?
1: I think it's a really great thing to have an MSTC embedded in the school district because not only do you have the knowledge of the military side of the house, but you also have the knowledge of the school side of the house. So you're in the school district and you're able to help navigate between the two more efficiently.
0: How does the MSTC position help bridge the gaps for transitioning students? Why don't we start by with what are some of the gaps that military, yes. what are we even talking about when we talk about gaps?
1: So some of the gaps that the military students experience if they're coming from overseas, if they have had multiple moves, if they're coming from a DOD school, Um, There's a lot of different experiences that they may have had or they're coming into. And so to have somebody that's knowledgeable about all of those different experiences, all of those different places that they're coming from to help them to transition into where they're going really helps for them to understand and to be able to reach the resources and ask the appropriate questions that they need to.
0: And how have you, as the MSTC, impacted transitioning military families?
1: Well, I'd like to think that I have helped them, put them at ease, put the parents at ease in transitioning. Having a sort of one-stop shop for the parents and for the military-connected students to come to to be able to ask any questions about military installation, about the schools, about teachers, about anything that they are coming into that they may have no prior knowledge about or experience with previously.
0: Can you share an experience that's impacted you as an MSTC?
1: I've had quite a few experiences as an MSTC that have really impacted me, but if I had to point one out, I had grandparents who had taken custody of their grandchildren, and they had no knowledge of the military, what resources they had, how the military benefits could help them and assist them in taking care of their grandchildren. And so working together with the school liaison officer and the installation to be able to inform the grandparents of their resources that they had available to them, not only in the school and the school district, but also on the installation and the community, the p- grandparents were so grateful for that, and it helped them to be able to take care of their grandchildren to the best of their ability without depleting their personal resources. And so that was a real winner for me um, and very impactful to know, you know, the kind of help that I can assist the, the community, the military community with.
0: And why do you think your role is important and needed?
1: So I'd like to think that this role is important and needed Because in our community, we have five installations that surround us. And even though we have five installations that surround us, we are not dependent upon the military in our town. And so it's amazing to me how much our community, how much of our community doesn't actually know about military culture, military lifestyle. And so to be able to inform teachers, staff, parents, Uh, family members about the military community, the resources that are available to them, and even people who are not a part of the military, to help them understand the military community to be able to support them is really important.
0: So what's one thing you wish military parents knew? If You could offer them one bit of advice.
1: I'd like military parents to know that they're not alone and that there are resources out there for them and to be able to know where to find them.
0: What about other professionals who serve military families?
1: I think it's really important for other professionals that serve military families to know a little bit about military culture, their lifestyle, know that while the service member is serving, the families are also serving as well, and they go through their own unique hardships and barriers that they have to overcome, and and that they play a vital role in helping them succeed.
0: Is there anything that you wish that civilians knew about military kids? Do you work with military kids all the time? Mm -hmm. There's one thing that you could tell civilians to help them understand what a military kid's going through or what their life is like.
1: One thing that I always try and let our civilian counterparts know as well as the civilian students know is that even though the service member is the one that has signed on that line, to um, to serve in the military that their spouses and their children serve as well. They make those sacrifices, they go through transitions. They didn't make that choice, but they continue to serve right along with that service member. And so we owe a debt of gratitude to them as well for their hardships and their sacrifices that they have to go through. Can
0: you tell me a little bit about the Purple Ball?
1: Oh. Uh, the Purple Ball was something that we came up with. Uh, initially, it was Um, just going to be in our school district. We had, at that time, we had five um, student-to-student programs in our district. So we had the most student-to-student programs out of any school district in Colorado. And then the idea came about to actually share it with the entire city because of funding that we had from Wounded Warrior Project. And so we came up with a purple ball, which is fashioned after a military ball, and invited all of the student-to-student programs in Colorado Springs to attend attend and to be able to get to know each other, um, to be able to network and to learn that what they are doing is not just in their school, but it is outside of their school, it is outside of the city and, um, and then also with the bigger kids, the student to student high school program, uh, to be mentored by them and to see that it's not just an elementary school, but it is beyond that and it continues on through life, the skills that they learn in student to student programs.
0: Can you tell me about an impactful moment that you've experienced this past year? We're all about stories. Can you share a story?
1: This past year, we've had a few uh, service members that have come back from deployments, um, either injured or ones that have uh, passed away. And so to be able to help the military-connected students and their family navigate through this difficult time in their life and to be able to advise or consult with the staff and the students to help them to be mindful and to help these students go through this new period of their life has been really impactful and it's a privilege to be able to help these military connected students go through this difficult time um, and help them to become resilient and make it through uh, in the best way possible knowing that they have the love and support of their teachers and their uh, students with them to help them through this time.
0: I have to say it has been an honor to serve alongside these MSTCs and MSTA's over the last six months. And over and over and over from the communities that they serve, I hear how they are constantly going above and beyond for those that they serve in their communities. Now we have the opportunity to listen in on a conversation I had with Tim Goodridge right down here in Texas where I live. At the time, we were up at our national training seminar in Washington, D.C. last summer, even before I took this position. And Tim offers some insights from a school administrator on how his msta program has benefited kids in his community can you start by introducing yourself and telling about your role
2: Uh, sure i am tim goodridge i'm an assistant principal at belton high school in belton texas i'm also an msta and that is pretty much what i do every day
0: what is the value of having an msta partner with the school district and the schools
2: i believe that one of the value-added things that I bring to the district is uh, knowledge of Mic 3 and also handling day-to-day affairs of military kids and their families just in transitioning into a new school environment uh, making their way through high school.
0: And how does the MSTA position help bridge the gaps for transitioning students?
2: I think as an affiliate the main thing there is when you're sitting down with a, a family and they're coming into your district and For example, it's a senior, this is their fifth high school. It's working through that transcript along with the counselor to make sure that kid is given everything that they need to be able to graduate on time, helping parents feel good about the choice they made in the school district that they're going to, and that would probably be the biggest thing that would help.
0: How have you, as the MSTA, impacted transitioning military families?
2: As far as the transition piece goes, there's always some trepidation and nervousness that goes with putting your kid in the new school. And you worry about, is my kid gonna make friends? Are they gonna eat lunch alone for the first time? Are the classes gonna be at the rigor they need to be? Are the teachers gonna understand any special accommodations the kid may have, whether it may be an IEP or a 504 plan? So I think as an affiliate, and in working through our counseling staff in particular, which we have a wonderful staff in Belton, is making sure that kid is taken care of to the utmost and making sure that transition, especially in the high school years, a lot more easy. Those are tough years anyways. Uh, Kids are trying to figure themselves out and you're making sure that that student has the best possible journey that they can take.
0: And why do you think your role is important and needed?
2: In today's world, it's very fast paced. Everybody's asked to maximize their time. Everybody's multitasking and whether you're a consultant or an affiliate, you have a lot of things on your plate. You may be a teacher, you may be an administrator, you may be a counselor, but the reason it's needed, I think there's, there's special needs that the military families bring and there's special needs that these military dependents have. And so when you're looking at this particular case and you have a, a military family moving in, the idea is to focus in on what needs to happen for the kid, to graduate on time with the credits needed at that particular level.
0: And what is one thing you wish military parents knew?
2: I wish every military parent knew MC3s out there and that they can advocate for their kids. And then there's people within the districts that'll help them do that, whether it's an MSTA, like myself, whether it's just a counselor who's passionate about helping out kids, but I think I wish every parent knew that that was available to them and that there is there is a way for their kiddo to make it out of school on time, even though you may have moved six times in that kid's career.
0: And what about other professionals who serve military families?
2: Well, like I said, I, I consider myself very fortunate. Uh, we have an awesome counseling staff at Belton High School. They reach out to not just military kids, but to all families. There's obviously groups that need more support than other groups might. Military families are super busy. I'm, I'm, and in today's world, everyone's super busy, and I get that. But military families, in in particular, have their own special needs and are extremely busy. And they need another advocate inside there. And that's why the other professionals that I work with, in particular, the counselors, the registrars, central administration staff, teachers, understanding that these children bring special needs with them, and in the case that they just need to be aware that this kid's parents is serving the country, and that they need to keep that in mind.
0: And is there anything that you wish that civilian kids knew about military kids?
2: What I wish the typical kid knew, the typical civilian kid, is that military kids are resilient, their parents are serving their country, you may become good friends with that kid, or that kid may be outspoken or quiet, or whatever, but that child's parents are serving the country, and because of that, that young person needs some respect for that.
0: Our podcast is all about stories. Can you tell me about an impactful moment that you've experienced this past year?
2: On that one, there's a few, but one that stands out. I have a young lady who, um, like I said, I'm an assistant principal, and I was her principal as a ninth grader. A few years later, she's not my outfit anymore. but. She was struggling her 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 dad had just come back from being deployed mom and dad were arguing typical you know dad's typically not there he's back and just some stress in the family and i think what was special to me is even though i'm not a counselor i'm not her assistant principal she asked for me by name and she said can i talk to mr goodridge i trust what he has to say i've worked with him before and that's when i knew my role was important and I, it, she was distraught, and we just talked to the fact that, you know, this is not a personal thing about you. Your mom and dad love each other. They're working through dad's back home, and now the things are changing again. I said, she just needed someone to talk to who kind of understood what was going on. And that's what I tried to do, be a good listener, let her know it's not her, let her know that she's loved by our parents, and no matter what, she always had a place in our school.
0: Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Thank you for talking to us. Anything that you'd like to add?
2: Just I appreciate the opportunity to have this role and to work with military-connected kids.
0: I wanna thank you all again for listening and for supporting the military connected kids in your communities. I do wanna say that if you want to do more that we have a military kids survey that is gonna be closing soon, but you can go to our website at www.militarychild.org to fill out our survey that is gonna be used, that information is gonna be used to help countless military kids. Also, if you know how to rate and review this podcast, we would really appreciate your feedback. Join us again next week as we talk with Tina, who was Avalon, our extraordinary military kid earlier in the week, her mom, as she's going to share more insights from the parent perspective on boarding school. Talk to you again next week. I want to thank you again for listening to our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. We would like to invite you to visit our website at www.militarychild.org. Like the MSEC on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Please join us again next time as we share more stories that impact our military-connected kids.